What do you mean you're going on vacation and we have to record two major podcasts and videos? I know. Wilder's off to Hawaii. Look for her on the beaches for sure. If you're there, don't let me know because I'm on vacation. Okay, well, there you go. Um, a couple, a lot of input this past week. So oh, good. Yeah. The first one is nice to see you two in person. Yes, we are on YouTube. Go into YouTube, search for screen thoughts. You'll find us. We're real um, people. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I, I know. Right. Okay. So anyway, you guys like the series and they're referring to how does it go? The girl in the house on the, on looking that at one. the, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Uh, more than myself, but it entertained me. I did love that little cameo at the end. I was a little surprised no one mentioned Kristen Bell's first series called Veronica Mars. It was a small series, yeah. but a hit with fans and critics. Um, I haven't seen all the seasons, but the first one was pretty good. She's in high school while moonlighting as a private investigator under the tutelage of her detective father. In each episode, Veronica solves a different standalone case while working to solve more complex mysteries. Amanda Siegfried is also in the cast, which, by the way, I, you know, she had a tough time. So it's on Hulu if you're interested. Who had a tough time? Uh, Amanda Siegfried had a tough time, a tough period in her life. She was this huge young star, and she had to disappear for a while. She's back now. I think she's a good actor. I like her. Yeah, I, I do mean, too. Mamma um, Mia is my guilty pleasure movie, so... But I'm not sure why she was surprised we didn't mention that series. Is that because she thinks it's so good? Or did you think? I never saw um, Veronica. I didn't watch Veronica Mars. It's on my list of like things I should go back and watch one day. Um, but I, I know it has a very loyal fan base and people, that's really where Kristen Bell came from. So I get it. But it wasn't a comedy. Um, so I don't, it doesn't have a lot of bearing on, but it's Got her it. history. I get it. Gotcha. Okay, and then we had a bunch of feedback about Screen Thoughts Club, which is our um, our movie or series club that we're doing once a month. And uh, Val said, what I'd really like to see you guys cover is the 10-episode Showtime series that ended in J- January called Yellow Jackets. Did you, you didn't watch it, right? I haven't watched it. I don't have mm-hmm. Showtime, um, but I've heard a lot. I've had a lot of people tell me it's very intense, very dark. Well, enough people wrote in, as in four, but hey, we, you, know, you have to start somewhere. <laughs> uh, we're definitely going to do that, and I'll give you my Showtime <laughs> uh, login. Don't tell so Showtime. You, okay, <laughs> well, you know what? I think they'd be okay with it, actually. Um we didn't mention it in any of the podcasts, but I was mesmerized through the whole thing. So I've, I'll get a lot of backup. We'll get a lot of cool information. So we hope everybody will tune in and participate Great. with us if you've seen it. So um, we're definitely going to do that. Okay. Now, the other thing is uh, we're going to start with the eyes of Tammy Faye. Okay. In 2012, Jessica Chastain saw a documentary of Tammy Faye Baker 2012 people, 10 years ago. And she was shocked, I guess, at the difference between Tammy Faye that she knew from the media mm-hmm. and the and the one that she saw in the documentary. Now, interestingly enough, the documentary came out in 2000. In 2000 I looked it up. Okay. So it took her 10 years to get this made. And it's the story of Tammy Faye Baker's rise to evangelist power girl status. She was really one of the very few women to time, climb to the top of that ladder. Um, and then yeah, they don't love women in that world. Yes, I, I, I really get that feeling. Yeah. And then, of course, she fell from grace 
orchestrated none other by none other than Jerry Falwell, you know, and her husband, actually, not uh, that she's without blame, not that she is. But what we saw in the mainstream media back in the day is not at all what was playing out in real life, which just reminds you again and again and again, you have to do a little more due diligence than what you see in front of you on your screen online mm-hmm. or wherever. So, um, Jessica, uh, talk about a feminist nightmare, the film. It's, <laughs> if, half, if half of it is accurate, it's such an indictment about the men running the evangelist corridor in the South and when they're falling from grace and Falwell shows up, I actually, Wilder, I had to turn off the TV. I've never had to do that. I could not sit there. I could only watch the Falwell sections in sp- short spurts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to turn it off and come back to it a few hours later because I, ju- I just was so enraged I couldn't stand it. I was enraged, I tell you. So what is, I, I thought it was really great. I thought it was an important film. And Jessica Chastain may be, she may be uh, in Meryl Streep stature, in my opinion, in the roles that she can play. You will not recognize her in this role. No, she certainly fades away in this. Uh, there's a lot of hair and makeup going on there. They actually change the shape of her face in this. I know, um, I know. It's, it's kind of fascinating. I hope, I hope they put it back, by the way. They did. They did. Um, She has a fine face without that. There was a terrible rumor going around that the makeup for the movie actually like tinted her skin. (laughs) Um, And she's like, that's not true. (laughs) It's definitely not true. So what did you, what did you think of it? Um, I thought the film was fine. I thought she was great. Uh, You know, I think they kind of glossed over some of the hairy details that, you know, came out in the early nineties about Jim Baker, you know, they really don't touch on the homosexuality allegations really at all. Um, and I remember that being a very big deal. Um, and you know, I think the cast is great. Everybody who's in it is oh fantastic. God, um, Rachel, the mother, right. The, who plays Rachel, Cherry Jones. Oh, she's fantastic. Wait, have yeah. I seen her in anything? Before? You've seen her in a lot of stuff. Um, Cherry Jones, was in i mean she's in a she's she's a character actor so she's in a lot of movies unbelievable um, but she's you would have seen her in transparent she's in succession she's in handmaid's tale so yeah you've seen her all over now by the Um, way she has a line in it here's here's her line ready oh tammy faye you follow blindly in the end all you are is blind that's one of her lines. Great line. But here's the thing. Tammy Faye was not blind to what was going around her. No, she, and that's, she that's chose my to issue with the movie. It. Exactly. Is yeah. they, they really don't put a lot of onus on her. Um, and I I do like that she she challenged what, you know, the Jerry Falwells of the world were telling them they had to focus on, right? She there's a scene where Jerry's visiting, um, they're in trouble and Jerry's visiting to kind of help them out, but really set them up for their downfall. And she is interviewing an AIDS patient, a homosexual man in Los Angeles or San Francisco. I can't remember, um, who is suffering yeah. from AIDS. She's interviewing Steve Peters and I'll yeah. get to that in a minute. Yeah. And you know, this is something within the evangelist community that I, I can't evangelical community that I can't imagine 
was welcome. And you see the reaction behind the scenes of, you know, they didn't know that she was going to do this. And what I do like is that at the end, they've got, you know, the slug line that she went on, you know, after all of this to continue her work with the LGBT community. Um, And I I like that there was a a genuineness there from her. Um, But I, I think they they really glossed over quite a lot in the movie. Well, you know, it's funny because um, I know as somebody who sits on the left side of center, uh, quite often we'll say, if you really followed the Bible, so much of what you're doing, like turning away the LGBT community, mm-hmm. et cetera, is so, is so wrong. But she she didn't do that. So I, have, yeah. I, di- I did not know that. But he, get this. So Steve Peters, um, which it was so highly controversial in the, in the evangelistic circles because it showed her giving grace, kindness, mm-hmm. and the promise of heaven to a gay man with AIDS, which is exactly what they were preaching against. You're not going to get mm-hmm. to the pearly gates. So, but, so get this, unspoken in both the real-life interview and the movie's recreation of it, which Peters is played by Randy Haven, so I think did a good job. And now, by the way, every, that was a word-for-word recreation. Re, um, oh, that's great. Yeah, I love uh, that. It was, yeah, it was. Is the assumption that Peters would not be alive much longer, which I certainly thought of that. Okay, so get this. He's still alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in this interview that he did in September 2021, he's like, they never reached out for me in the movie, and I think they didn't because they assumed I was dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he reached out to them, and they've been in contact and been very connected ever since. But, um, oh, that's great. Yeah. You have to, you know, it's a little, little tidbit on the side there. Yeah. I, you know, I, I thought Jessica was great. I really like Michael Showalter. Who's the director of this. He's, mm-hmm. he's more in the comedy vein. So I liked what he brought to this. Cause there are, there are moments that he plays differently than I think a more dramatic director might've played. And I give, appreciate that. Can you give an example? Um, you know, like in the very beginning when she's getting her makeup done, you know, she's, that was her look and that was her stamp, you know, who everyone knew who Tammy Faye was because of her makeup and her crazy hair. And that, that moment is so, you, you know, exactly who Tammy Faye is in that moment because she accepts who she is. Yeah. And, But, but also she has a, a, a piece a little bit later where, She's talking about the makeup. Oh, no. I saw her on an interview um, with Rosanna Barr, no less, who, by the way, interviews her brilliantly. Roseanne Barr in- interviewed the real Tammy Faye? Yep. Okay. And <laughs> she, she asks her, she presses her, why are you wearing it? You look, you, know, you look like a clown. Why are you wearing it? And she says, Tammy Faye says, I feel really ugly if I'm not wearing it. Oh. And then she said, but everybody makes fun of you. And she said, I don't really care. Good for her. Yes, exactly. Exactly, exactly. By the way, I highly recommend going to YouTube and trying to watch that interview um, because she does a really good job. And you and she really pulls out a lot of who Tammy Faye was, which the movie touches on. But we don't. My only criticism of the movie is that I don't know her well enough inside. I only know how she behaved, which I didn't know. But I really don't know who she was. Other than, I think they, you know, they touched on it. I don't think they got really deep. No, I agree. I agree. But I, I think Jessica was great. Um, I love that Andrew Garfield is nominated also just for a different movie. Uh, <laughs> and I thought everyone in the movie was really fantastic. It just, it's a, 
it's a small movie. The ending I thought was really well done. Um, I was really surprised that they brought it together so well. And it, it was very hopeful for a movie that's really about the downfall of this sect of, you know, even tele televangelist, you know, um, there's a wonderful, I, I there's a wonderful beautiful. moment in the film when Jerry Falwell is sitting with, uh, with, um, with Baker and he says to Baker, you know, well, we have 3 million people watching on a daily basis. How many do you have? And he's assuming Baker's going to say, oh, we have, you know, 200,000 or whatever. And Baker said, Jimmy Baker says, um, we have 20 million. Worldwide. And, that, and you can see that moment in time when Falwell says to himself and to Baker, without any words, you will pay for that. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Um, they, and, and they do, they do paint that well of how Falwell really set them up for the yeah. fall. He did. Um, yeah. Now she died young. She was only in her early sixties. She died actually of, in the end, colon cancer. Oh. Um, and the other thing is one of the things that I thought was so important, but wait, before we, before we round up on um, Jessica Chastain, I've always talked about how degree of difficulty should matter in these nominations. Mm -hmm. The degree of difficulty in this role, I think, is a 10. I think she should win. I do. I mean, I, th I think she's great. I think she certainly had to go through hair and makeup for hours before she went yeah, on but her that's voices. Not even it. That's not even it. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm just talking about the layers. You know, yeah. her, her voice is completely different from Jessica's voice you know, taking on this persona of someone who she really does see, she tries just to see the positive in everything, even in situations where it's very clear that there's very little positive. And I think she did a really great job. Well, she does sing in it and it's her voice. And, you know, we haven't seen her sing before really. Yeah. And I think every single aspect of this called for a tremendous amount from inside her. I thought she did an amazing job. Um, now, one of the things she mentions, though, is that she said, I watched hundreds of hours of Tammy Faye on I'm the sure. screen to be able to try to find who she was. She said, I never saw her cry. And mm. the one thing they do do in this film is she's crying in every scene. And also, she said the late night hosts and things like that were always making fun of her as yeah. if she were always crying. And I thought, gosh, again, we take these women these strong, amazing, powerful women, and we have to reduce them into crying heaps because otherwise, you know, the guy doesn't look so good. It's just, I don't know, the whole movie was very infuriating from the feminist side of me, that's for sure. So, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> now, guess what happened with him? He's still alive, and he's actually pre he's preaching in the South. So guess what happened to him last year? Oh, I don't know. Did he get AIDS? <laughs> no, no, he did not. I don't think people get AIDS anymore, but, um, <laughs> but he was sued by, uh, the state attorney because he was selling something called uh, silver solution for COVID. Oh God. And if you took this homeopathic <laughs> thing that he was selling for $115, mind you, of course, um, what is it? Chalk? <laughs> I, it was going to cure you of AIDS. So, and he, they won against him and he had to return a bunch of money. So he didn't even learn from going to prison. He didn't learn. He didn't learn. I mean, of course not. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I always hope springs eternal. What can I say? Uh, I mean, uh, I think there are, he's, 
kind of a charlatan. And <laughs> he's proven it over and over again. Over and over again. Okay, now, she was uh, nominated for her role in The Help, where she plays Celia Foote. And I think the two characters, I mean, Celia's nowhere near as deep as Tammy Faye, and she doesn't have depth or uh, the same depth. But again, I thought the degree of difficulty for Celia Foote was maybe a 7, 8. And where I think is this is a mm. 10, I think it's not that. I don't know. I think I really hated that movie. So <laughs> a lot of maybe I'm the wrong it. person to talk to about it. But yeah, I, she's the best part of that movie, hands down. Um, but I think that movie was just surface the whole yeah. movie. Yeah. And this movie is definitely more than just surface. It's not a lot more than just surface, but she also carries the whole film. So Amazing. I think there's certainly Amazing. a difference in the degree yeah. of difficulty. I, you think people should watch it, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a fun watch and I don't think it's, you know, required viewing, but I think, I think it's a good movie. I think the performance is, is worthy of, of taking the time. Well, it's funny, um, Rolling Stone, their review, they said the reason to see this film is to watch her performance. Yeah. And maybe that's true, like just to give credit and honor and appreciation for what she had to do to become that. Um, yeah. I, it's certainly worth turning on. So um, It's on HBO. You guys can take a look for it there. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Do you think, uh, I, I, I didn't look them up, but I will, and I'll report it on it next time. Do you think... Um, the evangelistic community is going to watch it? No, this is not for them. Huh, interesting. Um, no, the, those those movies are produced by specific people. They're marketed in specific ways. They're not on HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, everybody, what a great week. What an exciting time. Everything's on. Uh, we're going to talk, by the way, later in the month, uh, I think much closer to the Academy Awards, we're going to do our annual Academy Reward, Academy <laughs> Awards. I can't even say it because I hate it so much. Um, we're going to do <laughs> our review of them and what we think is going to happen. So stay tuned and thanks for watching us. And now we can say watching instead of listening. Well, we, we should say both because... Okay, we're that's true. In both we're, yeah, we're, we're still on our podcast, you know. So if you listen to us on Apple or wherever, we're still there. But thanks for showing up. <laughs>